0: Storytelling is marketing's oxygen. Your brand cannot survive without it. Hi, my name is Nyquia and I'm the founder of The Marketing Profit, a global digital marketing agency. I have mastered the art of storytelling and marketing strategy from the greatest storyteller of all time, yes girl you got that right i'm talking about jesus christ the scriptures stories and strategies podcast is here to help faith-based content creators create a universal community within their online business that sparks engagement prompts actions and generates income using lessons from the only business book you really need your bible let's begin Hey guys, and good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Scriptures, Stories, and Strategies podcast. I am Nyquia, and I am your host today. And on this podcast, we talk about how to implement stories and scriptures from the Bible into your business and marketing strategies. So I basically transform stories and scriptures in the Bible, and I turn them into modern-day business and marketing strategies for faith-based content creators and Christianpreneurs. So, if this sounds interesting to you, keep on listening. Okay, guys. So, uh, the a story that we're going to go over today is called The Widow's Olive Oil. Um, you can find this story in 2 Kings chapter 4. Now, I'm using the New International version of the Bible. Um, because we are going to be reading along, um, it does not matter what version of the Bible you have, whatever fits, um, your ability to understand and comprehend what's going on in the story. Um, but for me, the new international version works perfectly. Um, if you hear me like flipping paper, it's because I have my notes here of what we're going to go over today. So I broke up this story into six parts so we can stay organized, stay on track, um, and that way it's easier for us to comprehend what I'm going to teach you guys today in this in this business lesson and this scripture. So the first thing we are going to go over is the background of the story. Um, the second we're going to go over is that we're actually going to read the story. Third, we're going to break down the story. So I'm going to dissect it for you piece by piece um, and apply it to your business and marketing strategy and even your lifestyle as well. Number four, we're going to go over the business lessons that this scripture has taught us. Five, I'm going to give you a scripture of the day. Um, So something for you to meditate on after you read this story and hear the business lessons that you can gain from it. And then six, we're going to end with a prayer. So let's go ahead and go ahead and turn to 2 Kings chapter 4. And the name of the story is called The Widow's Olive Oil. So a little background before we jump into reading the story. um, I just want to introduce you to a few characters that are mentioned in here. Um, We are introduced to Elisha. Uh, Elisha was actually um, Elijah's predecessor. Um, Elisha performed many miracles in Israel around this time. Um, that's the only important character we need to know in the story. Um, not saying that everyone else in the story is irrelevant, but, uh, this is the main name. This is the only name that we're actually given in the story. And so Elijah is basically a prophet, um, who has performed miracles. Okay. Um, another thing that I want to go over in this story is that you're going to hear the word olive oil used a lot. And I want to go over the historical reference of olive oil in biblical terms, So olive oil was actually used in biblical times for cooking. It was used for lighting. It was used for cosmetics. It was used for medicine. um, It was even used for anointing kings and prophets. Uh, It was used as currency. And it was actually one of the three products that was um, promised from God in the promised land. So that's very important to understand in this story because I'm going to use of all I'm gonna use the olive oil as um a part of the marketing and business strategy that I'm going to show you guys within the story. Okay, so with that in mind, let's go ahead and read the story. So if you want, you can go ahead and read along with me. You can pause it right here and read it on your own terms and then continue on after you're done reading. But I'm gonna go ahead and read it out loud, and once again, I am reading the New International Version. Okay. The Widow's Olive Oil. The wife of a man from the company of the prophets cried out to Elisha, Your servant, my husband, is dead, and you know that he revered the Lord. But now his creditor is coming to take my two boys as his slave. Um, for those of you who don't know what revered means, because I had to look it up myself, it basically means respect and admiration. Oh, So continuing with verse two, Elisha replied to her, how can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? Your servant has nothing there at all, she said, except a small jar of olive oil. Elisha said, go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons pour oil into all the jars and as each is filled put it on put it to one side she left him and shut the door behind her and her sons they brought the jars to her and she kept pouring when all the jars were full she said to her son bring me another one but he replied there is not a jar left then the oil stopped flowing she went and told the man of god and he said Go, sell the oil, and pay your debts. You and your sons can live on what is left. Okay, so if you paused um, while I was reading that, welcome back. And if you're reading along with me, um, welcome back as well. So let's go over the breakdown. And I'm going to basically break this down kind of verse by verse and apply it to your business strategy and your marketing strategy and what God is trying to tell us in life and also how once again how you can apply it to your business strategy so i want you guys to look at the first verse um so the first verse it says you know the wife of a man from the company of the prophets cried out to elisha your servant my husband is dead and you know that he revered the lord but now his creditor is coming to take my two boys as his slave so with that last line um she's worried you know she she doesn't have any money Um, her husband was the one that was faithful to the Lord. Um, so she doesn't think that, you know, she's going to get any help, um, because she wasn't as faithful to the Lord as her husband was. Um, and so she's stuck right now, but she has enough faith to reach out to a prophet, Elisha. And I love the fact that one, Elijah doesn't ask any questions. He doesn't beat around the bush. He literally asks her, you know, what can I do to help you? And I want to just let everybody know that, you know, a prophet, Jesus, Elijah, God, at the end of the day, like he, God is here to help us and he's here to answer our questions if we just ask for help. Um, But reading that first verse, I want you to ask yourself, you know, are you worried about scarcity in your business? You know, are you worried about a lack of skill or a lack of money, a lack of knowledge, a lack of time? Do you feel worried about something? Um, and I want you to relate your feelings right now to this wife, this widow, who feels like she has nothing left to offer, nothing left to keep her going. And I want you to feel. I want you to think about how you feel right now in your business. Does this relate to you? So let's go ahead to the second verse. So in the second verse, Elijah, you know, tells her, you know, tell me what do you have in your house? How can I help you? And her first response was, well, honestly, you know, your servant, he don't really have nothing. Like, honestly, the only thing I have is just a jar of olive oil. That's it. Now, remember what I said in the beginning, how olive oil was... Used for currency, it was used for cooking, lighting, cosmetics, medicine, anointing kings and prophets. It was one of the promised land's holy products. Like olive oil was very, very luxurious, it was a luxurious product to have at that time. But with her little faith, she felt she had nothing with what she did have. And I find that a lot in our businesses. And a lot in our skill sets and we look at others and we start comparing ourselves to others. We see other people have all this financial success or all these skills or all this knowledge. And we look at ourselves and we're like, well, geez, like I just have like a website and one client. You know, like what do I have? I really don't have anything. Um, so I want to uh, stretch on that for a little bit. So I wrote down on my notes. Um. You know, Elijah, just like Jesus and God Himself, have the power to produce miracles. So I do want to say, you know, if you feel worried, um, if you have taken, have you taken the time to ask God for guidance? Have you asked Him to speak to your heart? Have you asked Him for more skills, more knowledge, money, time to help you help others in return? Um, that's very important because. God wants us to want him. He wants us to want his services. He wants us to ask him for help. And if you're sitting there just worried and not asking for help, you're going to stay worried. Worry is not an emotion that God gives us. It's an emotion of the world. And he can take that emotion away from you if you just ask for help. And so that's one thing I love that this widow did. She went and she seeked help. She had some type of faith where she went ahead and seeked help from someone, from a prophet of the Lord. Um, so back to where she says, I have nothing. You know, how many of you um, are in this boat yourself? You know, you see what's in front of you what what you can see and what you can touch you know but you don't see anything up beyond that you know i have this jar of olive oil you know let's relay olive oil to your skills or your knowledge or your money you know you can pick one of those things that you think you're lacking right now and that's your olive oil it's what you physically see in front of you so what you can physically touch um but we're going to talk about, is this all you have? You know, do you have faith to see what's ahead of you? What's what's coming tomorrow? What might be coming in the next hours or so? Are you focused on what you have right now? You know, where's your faith at? Um, going on from verse number two, going to verse number three, Elijah starts giving the widow instructions and what I've noticed about all the prophets, what I noticed about Jesus and God, when you ask for help and your heart is open for instructions, these prophets, Jesus and God, they give clear instructions. There has never been a story that I have read in the Bible where God was unclear with his instructions. He is very detailed down to a T and he makes sure that he talks to you or speaks to you in a way or through the Holy Spirit where you're gonna understand his message. So Elijah, he starts giving the widow directions. He says, you know, go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Go inside, shut your door. Uh, behind you and your sons and then I want you to pour all that oil into the jars until each is filled and once each is filled I want you to put it to the side and so she went ahead and did that I want to stress on following God's directions real quick notice how Elijah didn't offer his money you know notice how he didn't offer his oil to her He didn't say get one jar. He said get many jars. He didn't say ask one neighbor. He, you know, he wanted her to ask many neighbors. So what business lesson can we take away from this verse right here? You know, why did he make the task strenuous? Why didn't he just make it simple for her? Um, And basically what I grasp from this is I believe most tasks given to us by God aren't supposed to be easy. Um, they're actually supposed to build on our test of faith. You know, she could have shortened her miracles if she only took one jar. She could have shortened her miracles if she only went to one neighbor. You know, remember at this point in verse 3, she doesn't know what Elijah wants her to do with the oil. Um... Just, yeah, she doesn't know that she can sell, that she's going to get so much oil that she's going to be able to sell it and, 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 you know, pay for all her debts, plus have more. Right now, she's probably thinking, okay, I'll get all this olive oil and stuff, but... um you know, what if she had a little bit of faith and said, you know, I'm just gonna get one olive oil, you know, I'm just gonna get one jar, I'm gonna ask one, it's embarrassing, like, I'm just gonna ask one person for oil, like, I'm not about to go around, it's hot, like, you know, what if she had that mindset, and I want you to take that and think about this in your business, you know, um, what if you don't take the opportunities that are right in front of you? What if you don't take the opportunities that you don't understand at first? You know, if God is telling you to do something, if God is putting a desire in your heart, most likely it's something you're supposed to do. If you don't have a desire to do something, then most likely you're not supposed to do it. So I find that a lot of people shorten their miracles because they... Are tested in their faith and they don't make it all the way through. They make it halfway through, and they think their best is their best, and they miss out on God's best. So, I want you to think about what it takes to run your business. You know, think about really wanting, um, think about really want, wanting something in your business that you lack um, when you, when you lack financial funds. You know, so um, if you're lacking financial funds. I'm sorry, I'm reading my notes here. I'm sorry if I'm like getting off track. (laughs) Okay, think about what it takes to run a business. Think about really wanting um, to survive in your business when you're lacking financial tools and resources that somebody else has. You know, that can be detrimental to the way you look at yourself and the way you perceive your value. Um, But what I want you to understand within this story is that sometimes you all, not even sometimes, you always have something to offer. You never have nothing to offer. It's all about making something out of nothing. It's all about having faith. It's all about seeing the glass half full over then half empty. It's all about asking for guidance. She didn't have to go and ask for help. You know, this widow could have just did her own little thing and she would have missed out on God's miracle. But she went and she asked for help. And sometimes we need to go and ask for help in our business, and sometimes the people around us can't help us. Maybe it's a spiritual thing. Maybe we need to ask God because at the end of the day, he knows our best for us. So once again, I want you to think of the oil as either your lack of knowledge. It can be your skills. It can be your lack of resources. It can be your lack of networking. It can be a lack of money. I want you to think of that jar of oil as something that you think you are lacking um another thing i want to talk about are the neighbors and i die and i really want to dissect into this because um i found it very interesting that she wanted that elijah wanted her to go around to all her neighbors um because you know imagine knocking on your neighbor's door and asking for a jar of oil even back in this time the neighbors probably were like uh okay like it's important to them, too. But the fact that she was able to get oil from all her neighbors, maybe it was also a test of faith for them as well. Maybe um they didn't understand why she needed the oil. But after she sold all that oil and they seen her come out of debt, that probably changed their faith as well or made their faith stronger. So you never know within your business. You never know how your struggles will actually help somebody within their faith um they can see you struggling and if you make it out that get, can give them that gives them faith right then and there and maybe that's the step they need to maybe talk to God more that can be the step they need to maybe ask God you know what can you do to get the same results or the results that's best for you in God's eyes so i found that neighbor's part very interesting because he didn't have to do that elijah like i said he could have just said go to one neighbor but the fact that he wanted her story to impact all the neighbors in her neighborhood. I found that very interesting because it was a lesson not to be taught just by the widow, but a lesson to be taught by the community. Um, let's go walk into. Um, I'm sorry, I'm still reading my notes. Uh, think about. Oh, so let's go to the end. So at the end, you know, she had all these jars of oil. So at the end, she sold the oil, and she was able to pay her debts, plus she was able to live on what was left over. So at the end, she took what she had, she had barely nothing, and she turned it in to something 10 times fold. So I want you to think of your business within this story. What do you have? What's your jar of oil? And how can you multiply that oil, you know? First, ask God for guidance. You know, if you're really stuck, ask God for guidance. Open your heart. Let the Holy Spirit talk through you and speak to God. If you don't know what to say, you know, um, just ask for help, God. I mean, guys, honestly, that's all it really takes. And I promise you, if you're open to, um, receiving God's word, he will speak to you in a way that you're going to understand and in order for him to give you his best, um, I want you to know that it doesn't matter how little knowledge you have, how little skills you have, how little resources you have, how little networking circles you have, how little money you have, you can take that little bit of what you have and turn it into something. So don't let your lack of something because of somebody else's, um, because somebody else has more of something than you, you know, get to you. Um, so, I want to go over the business lessons that uh, we talked about in this story um the whittle 's olive oil. So, I came up with basically three main lessons you know uh, the first one is make miracles happen using what you already have. My second one is make money out of no money you know like stop you know look at the glass being half full then half empty. Don't just focus on what's in front of you, what you can physically touch and physically see. You have to have faith, guys. You have to have faith that what you do have, you can flourish it. Um, and then my last lesson is, remember you always have something to offer. If you're within business, there's always going to be somebody who finds you more captivating than somebody else. It doesn't matter if that other person is making $10,000 a month in their business and you're making like twenty dollars a month because you're just starting out but maybe somebody's more attracted to you because they're more attracted to your struggle and they want to see you flourish and once you do flourish that's going to make them even attracted to you more because you have shown proof you have you they physically watch you you know come from a little to grow to something big um so just remember you always have something to offer i don't care what it is i don't care if it's you know, a certification you have. It can be a skill set that you have that nobody else may have. You always have something to offer. You always have olive oil. (laughs) That's kind of cute. Yeah, you always have olive oil. Um, Okay, so number five, the scripture that I want to share today that kind of goes along with this story. um, It's actually from James chapter four, verse three. And it reads, you do not have because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your own pleasures. So I just want you to meditate on that. Um, And I want you to write down in the comments what that scripture means for you. I would love to hear your take on it. Um, And if you would like to hear my take on it, um, you can always ask me. I want to kind of leave this open because I love to hear other people's views on scriptures and to see what you guys think. Um, so that is the end of our story, The Widow's Olive Oil. And I hope that I was able to give you business and marketing um, you know, strategy as well as things you can implement within your business um, using this biblical story. And I just want to end off on a prayer. Um, so... Uh, Let's go ahead and close your eyes and bow your heads, guys. Um, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for giving me this platform to speak to the faith-based content creators who joined us today. And maybe content creators who maybe don't truly have faith in you, but they found some type of wisdom within this um, lesson and with this podcast today. Maybe they stumbled upon this podcast and this is what they needed to, you know, gain faith to ask you and to talk to you more. Um, I want to pray that your lesson today sank down in the hearts of all who came to listen today. I pray they um. I pray that these lessons stick, um, within their hearts, and I pray that you speak to them, Lord, in a way that they understand. Um, I want you to let them know that there are gifts that you have given each and every single one of them, and that they have desires in their heart for a reason. I want them to understand that you would never, never forsake them. So you would never give them a desire in their heart that they cannot achieve. But sometimes, sometimes, Lord, they just need to ask you for a better understanding and a way to get there from point A to point B to understand your um, goals for them. Because what they think is their best may not be their best. so I want to pray and I want to give thanks for, once again, giving me this platform and showing me the story and helping me break down the story um, verse by verse, helping me understand it so that way I can share my knowledge and I can share this and transform it into business um, strategies and marketing strategies for someone who really needs it. Um, I pray that everybody takes that little olive oil today in their business and they grow it and they flourish it and they Turn it 10 times fold and I pray that they speak to you, Lord, and just find out what their best is. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for coming to this podcast and I hope that you guys will join me in the next episode. Thank you guys so much and have a good rest of your day. Bye!